With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to Jags Drive Time with John Osherberger and Brian Sexton. Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. capitalizing, getting points out of it, whether it was touchdown, field goals, great job right there. And proud of you guys. Hey, you might, they might knock us down, but we're getting right back up off the mat. And we got, listen, learn from this because we've got to do the same thing this week in practice, the emotion, the sense of urgency, how we start, all that, but at our place. Hey. I love each and every one of y'all in this room. Proud of what we did today, man. Let's stack another one this week. Family on three, one, two, three. Hey. Good morning and welcome to Jags Drive Time, presented on a Monday from TIAA Bank Field by CarShield. I'm Brian Sexton, along with John Osier, and you could say the stars shone brightly in Tennessee yesterday, but John, the truth is, a star shone brighter than all the others, and uh, it's, not to make too many Christmas references here, but uh, it's what all the Jaguars fans are focused on today. Trevor Lawrence was brilliant. It wasn't a Christmas reference at all. A star. Oh, that star. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't the whole Santa secular thing. I, I got yeah. you. I, th- I thought you were going with Elf. Um, <laughs> look, uh, it's not overblowing it to say this is what this franchise has waited for for almost three decades. Yeah. And, and uh, a, a quarterback who can do what he did yesterday, he's done it twice in the last three games now. And I think for fans, as cool as the Baltimore moment was, and it was cool for the hardcore fans of this team, for him to do that up there against Tennessee in a game that, frankly, for the first quarter-ish, felt like a Uh normal Tennessee game. It felt like, uh uh-oh, Titans. Yeah, Derrick Henry was running. They really couldn't stop him to get off the field. Then all of a sudden, you know, 
But it just goes to show you in this league, I thought the defense continued to play hard. I don't think the defense is great, but it continued to play hard and give effort on every play. And when plays were there, they made them. Those plays turned the game. And then Trevor just, you know, again, showed a different gear. Five weeks now, this is what it looks like when a kid starts to get it and he's going to be a superstar. All right, we got a lot to cover in big things, but before we do, we have been talking on this show since before the season about what the Jaguars were going to be in 2022. You know, what was a reasonable expectation? And I think all of us said, just be in the hunt around Thanksgiving. So last night, in the hunt. I'm sitting watching Sunday night football, and this pops up, right? And you can see on the lower left-hand side, in that the is the hunt. Jaguars logo in the playoff hunt. Forget how far they go for a moment and just consider that meaningful football, not after Thanksgiving, John, two weeks before Christmas, a week before Christmas, you've got the Cowboys in a huge game for this franchise. I mean, you got two games coming up in the next 12 days, and I got to tell you, this is fun. Well, you're going to have naysayers out there. And of you course. know what naysayers say, Brian? Nay. Nay. Um, and, it, and they're gonna say, "Well, they're five and eight. They're this, that." Who cares? But but if you think about it in the small picture, what they're doing, um, they have played their way into the hunt with two victories over division leaders in the last three weeks. So, uh, I don't. Yes, as as I think Trevor said yesterday, they threw away a lot of opportunities and all that. But right now. They are playing well enough to get themselves into the picture. Um, huge challenge this week. So let's roll right into big things, and we'll talk about a South statement. The Jaguars find themselves 2-2 two and two in the South now with two games to play. And yesterday, to win the ball game in Nashville, where they hadn't won since 2013, well, um, told the Titans, you may be on top for the moment, but we're coming. Obviously, these games are huge if we want to give ourselves a shot uh, at the postseason. And um, I think this is, you know, you can't win whatever, five of them until you win one, like I said after, you know, the Ravens game. So same mindset. We still, you know, believe everything's in front of us. Um, this was a great start, great momentum. And But again, going back to, you know, big win over Baltimore a couple weeks ago, didn't play well last week. So how do we take this this momentum, use it to fuel us, have a great week of practice again, you know, I thought we attacked every day in practice, and the guys were really locked in, and you could tell our preparation was, was really good this week. So we got to do that every week, um, and I think that's where this team's growing, and you see us starting to stack more games like this, and uh, it's just fun to be a part of. Big thing, too, we talked about the stars shining, and obviously he was the brightest, but you had that big sack strip fumble that got the Jaguars going from Trayvon Walker. You had a career day from Evan Ingram. We saw a huge play from Josh Allen to squeeze out and end any threat from the Titans of making it any closer. There were big plays from everybody all over the field on both sides of the ball. Of course, the quarterback, though, is the guy that had the head coach's attention. He's been able to handle everything, and now he's battling you know, the injury this week um, and to put the team sort of on his back like he did again today uh, just shows the type of player and person that he is and, and how tough he is. Um, he's the right leader, you know, for us, and um, you know we're excited to have him as our quarterback, and and um, he can only get he can only get better, you know, and and that's the, um, I think that's the one thing that, 
you know, I'm most encouraged about is just just how much more we can we can pour into him and and uh, uh, you know as he leads this team. And finally, on big thing four plus four, the Jaguars bent. They they bent on the opening drive, especially that third and ten play. I know everyone was scratching their head when Trayvon Walker jumps off sides and thinking, boy, are they going to go down to score, and make it nine consecutive meaningful drives for their opponent? Yeah, they did. But then the defense stepped up with Walker's huge play. And, of course, Dewey got the interception. Shaq Quarterman came up with the huge hit. The defense bent all over the field, but they didn't break. They broke the Titans. I mean, you just never settle, man. We have been don't break defense, man. We can't. We can't let up. You know, if something happens, you know, don't fold. Dewey can't be. Shaq can't be. Trey can't be. Man. Guys just who's around the ball. When you run to the ball, when you around the ball, man, good things don't happen, man. Good things happen. So we got to keep it on. And there you have it, John. Where do you want to start in big things? Well, I thought Josh said it well just then. Don't fold. And it's the same thing. Ben, but don't break the whole thing. Um... Again, it had this – there was so much talk last week. I got so many emails in the Ozone about, well, the Lions game 40-14. This is when this team quits. Same old Jaguars, et cetera. And it could have. I mean, we've seen this team go up to Tennessee a lot in December, get run on by Derrick Henry, and in the second half, you know what happens? They keep getting run on by Derrick Henry, and it gets cold, and it's gray, and, and, and it's cruddy, and the Bold City Brigade people who are up there are sort of walking out, and they're going to Broadway early. That's what it felt like, and they didn't do that, and I think that speaks to if you don't think this team believes in this coach, in this direction, et cetera, et cetera, they showed it yesterday, and uh, they got the payoff. Derrick Henry had 14 carries for 119 yards at halftime. And you're thinking, you know, this is going to be a 200-yard game, right? And in the second half, he had three carries for mm-hmm. two yards. It right. was, the, He was, although he had a catch on that last drive, he was a non-factor right. in the second half of a Jaguars game for the first time that I can remember since he was drafted by the Titans. And sometimes it had, you know, I talk about complimentary football, and that sort of felt like that. It, it, had the Titans been up, I have no doubt he'd continue to be a factor. But the offense helped out the defense, and as a team, they played their way into a situation where he couldn't be a factor, meaning they got ahead. Uh, so were they stout against him all day? Uh, I don't know. No, he only had two, uh, three rushing but attempts. But they in, took him out the of the game That's the and key. didn't allow him to become a factor. Sometimes it's a team game and not just one element of it. All right, let's take a look at the South standings just to kind of give you a little perspective on where we stand. The Jaguars are obviously behind the Titans in terms of record, but you look, they're ahead of the Colts, and they've got an opportunity because here's what's left. And there's so many times this year where you just want to go, this team shouldn't even be talking about playoffs. But we are at this point because here's the remaining schedule. No, because it's real. For the Tennessee Titans, right. You see what's possible in this next slide – with the Jaguars. I guess we're not going to see. Um, Don't slide. Let's go in head first. Well, the Chargers are, are, are in L.A. for the Titans the next week. Yeah. Then they have the Texans, the Cowboys, and they finish here, right? And the Jaguars, obviously, you know. It's Cowboys, Jets, Texans, Titans. Right. Well, it, it, it gets sort of crazy, but, but all you need to know is if the Jaguars win the rest of their games— Yep. And the Titans lose one to a team other than the Jaguars. Right, the Jaguars play in the playoffs. season finale, right? Um, because that'll mean 
that the Jaguars will have beaten the Titans in the last game of the season. Uh, also, if they both lose one outside, the whole thing. But here's the reality. If b- both teams play the Cowboys, so I think Dallas is really, really good. Yeah, I do too. If you assume that both teams lose that game, which I, I'm not going to count the Jaguars out out here on Sunday, but if that's your play, then the Titans go to, to uh, Los Angeles and the Jaguars go to the Jets as sort of that non-AFC South game. Um, you know, I think the Jaguars go up to New York thinking they're going to win that game. It's not a given. No. But this is not um, – now, again, I hear Nay being out there. This is not because the Jaguars are a great team yet. But the Titans are a flawed team right now. They can lose. They can lose the game that the Jaguars need them to lose – to give the Jaguars a chance to make up for the games they gave away early, if that makes any sense. Looks, and it's the NFL. You know what? If you get in at 8-9, and nine, you get in at 8-9. Yeah. Uh, it looks to me like the Titans are relying on an injured rookie receiver to give them the passing game. Traylon Burks, who's in the concussion protocol program, that's a sketchy thing to do. Uh, they do look flawed to me, but more on that. Why are the Titans going to lose three more games? Yeah. I, I, you're playing right into my hot take, so I'll shut up. So... Go take advantage of that. All right. When we come back, we'll take a look at highlights from yesterday's game, and there are some good ones for us to review. You're watching Jags Drive Time, presented on a Monday by CarShield, and John and I are back right after this. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, I felt great, man. Uh, it's a good building block, man, to, to, get, to, to get the motivation going the next week, man. We got a tough opponent coming at home. Um, but this was a great win. We can't get too excited. This is, we we supposed to expect things like this to happen. We talked it to us. Uh, we knew this. We knew this moment was gonna come, man. And, and since it came, man, it's time to do the next one. On Sunday, the Jaguars host the Dallas Cowboys, and that game is brought to you by our friends at Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window. Visit them at rbafla.com. That's rbafla. Brian Sexton back with John Osier, and let's roll right into the highlights. Jaguars were down seven to nothing after the Titans went right down the field on the opening drive of the bowl game, and they went three and out on their next series. The defense stepped up with a huge play. Third down and seven. Pressure's coming. Tannehill lost the football. Big hit on Tannehill. 
Trayvon Walker forced the fumble, and the Jaguars recover. Now John, we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for it for a long time. Pressure on the quarterback, game-changing plays, and look at the length and the closing speed of Trayvon Walker. Well, the violence uh, that he got there with. And, uh, you know, I get whatever he has or hasn't been, but uh, this was impressive. This changed the game. And without this, I don't think they win the game. No. Uh, you know, so uh, credit to Trayvon Walker for uh, shutting out a lot of noise. He didn't play perfectly yesterday. He had the offsides uh, before this. But a rookie number one overall pick went out and made up for it with, with a play that most human beings don't make. And it led to this, Trevor Lawrence taking advantage and getting the ball to a guy who had two drops early on and then came back with 11 catches. Tough to run against them, but it's only third and three, so you would think the run is an option. Lawrence scrambling. He's got Ingram. There's a flag down. Ingram takes it in, but will this one come back? Nice play design there, too, Brian. They, uh, they ran him across the defense. The guy who was supposed to be with Ingram got caught up in the mix, and uh, they read it, clearly planned it that way. Uh, nice work and made it 7-7. At this time, by the way, let's pay off. He will, he won't, he might. You had Zay Jones, I had Evan Ingram, and the two combined yeah. for 18 catches for more than 200 yards and three touchdowns. Good yeah. for us. Yeah. Prescient. Here we go. Yeah, on, on, the bat. on to the next. The Jaguars trailed 14-7, and the, uh, the Titans got the ball back and were driving, and Andrew Wingert, who has, in the last six weeks, made plays, made this one. His effort and his actions each and every day. Tannehill intercepted. Winger picked it off. And Tannehill makes the tackle at the 46. That was a very quick pass by Tannehill, and Wingard was right there for his fourth career interception. He is no longer to be called just a special team standout. He's got a role on this defense. Yesterday it was larger because of the injury to Andre Sisco, but he is a guy who is making plays for this defense. That led to the field goal. Jaguars trailed 14-13 with two minutes to play in the first half. And if you recall, right before the two-minute warning, Derrick Henry got a 21-yard run. So all of a sudden you're thinking, man, they're at the 37-yard line. You're down by a point. Can you hold on? Can you hold them to a field goal? Well, Shaq Quarterman ensured that they would do more than that. Tannehill play action. Has time. Henry's wide open. Henry has a first down and bruises his way down to the 20. Ball came out late. And the Jaguars recover. The pride of Oak League High School. That looked to me, I didn't get a chance to talk to Shaq after the game because I was running around. That looked to me like a kid who's been hearing about this guy all his life and said, I'm going to get him. <laughs> and he did. I'm going to get you know, because uh, Derek grew up in Uli, Shaq grew you know. Uh, and, and, you know, on a, on a little more serious note, because I'm sure this is a moment that Shaq, I mean, if somebody doesn't get a picture of that hit and blow it up so that he can have it on his wall for the rest yeah. of his life, because yeah. that, uh, that was a neat play on that front. Um, but it also shows you Dewey Wingard, uh, Shaq Quarterman. These guys are not the greatest athletes in the NFL, uh, but they are f good football players, and they made plays with awareness, uh, big hits at big moments. Uh, ha having a couple of really good football players allowed the Jaguars to win that game the other day. And it compliments the quarterback, who did, as he has done a lot since the game in London, 
late drives at the end of the first quarter to be able to get the Jaguars into a good position. He did it against the Raiders. He did it against the Chiefs. He did it against the Ravens. And he did it to get the Jaguars the lead on Sunday at Nissan Stadium. He definitely used the middle of the field with the two timeouts. Lawrence to the end zone, and it's caught off the deflection, but he was out of bounds. Zay Jones thinks he got his feet in, but it's been ruled incomplete on the field. That was a little weird, Brian, because as Zay said after the game, he went back to the huddle, and he was he thought he was in. And he kept expecting somebody to like stop the game and, and review it. But it was inside two minutes, so, so Doug really couldn't challenge, so they had to wait. And you almost got the impression that maybe the people responsible for reviewing assumed he was out, and you wondered if it was going to get reviewed. And Zay said that Cam Robinson was telling him, hey, we got to focus on the next play. And Zay said basically afterwards, yeah, Cam was right, but I, I kept thinking it's a touchdown. And it, uh, it was. Yeah, things don't always – Things haven't always gone right for this team up there. No. Uh, a lot went right yesterday, and they took full advantage of those breaks. So the Jaguars had the lead at the half, and boy, did it look like things went right for them on the opening kickoff. Jamal Agnew races for a touchdown, but there was a holding penalty on Caleb Johnson. So what did the Jaguars do? They let that bother him? No, no. They put together a 12-play drive. The quarterback overcame a couple of holding penalties, and then at the end, well, he took it in himself. Second and goal from the one. Lawrence keeps it himself. Stiff arms, Cole dives and gets in. There is a flag down. What a stiff arm by Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, now that's a photo that you'd like to have hanging in your well, office as well. I think there would be many Jaguars fans who, who have that on their walls, and they won't even need it on their walls because it is etched in their memories forever. I mean, a lot of people love that photo because of the hate for the Titans. Um, and what a cool moment. It, it's what the NFL and these rivalries are all about, that moment, him doing it. But something you mentioned right before we went to that highlight was very real. Against Baltimore, remember when Marvin Jones uh, came down and you weren't sure he had scored or not? And I remember thinking, I don't think it matters that much if he scores because I thought they were going to go score again. Uh, when Agnew got... Uh, the penalty called back. I mean, it went on Jamal, but when that play got called back, I didn't think the Jaguars worried about it at all. They just went down and scored again. There's a confidence on this team to overcome those things that's starting to grow that I think is starting to be what this offense and what Trevor Lawrence is all about. Uh, it's it's It's... It's exciting, and it's it's a revelation to see. Well, he threw another touchdown pass to Evan Ingram, which was another beautiful catch. Uh, Josh Allen had a sack in there. They got another 10 points, uh, and the Jaguars win in resounding fashion, 36-22. to The superlatives could go on the entire show, but coming up here on Jags Drive Time, we present you with hot takes, courtesy of John and myself. Back after this. Well, call CarShield now. If your car is out of manufacturer's warranty, don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer screen repairs. Call our friends at CarShield today. 
Brian Sexton, John Ozier back here with you on a Monday morning. Jaguars with a huge win, 36-22 over the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. First time since 2013, almost 10 years since the Jaguars have beaten the Titans in Nashville. And the first time since they've beaten them since 2019. A five-game losing streak ends, and it brings us to hot takes. John, we'll begin with you. Well, I'm going to switch gears here. You know, the future is uh, secure. There can be no, no more debate. This is about Trevor Lawrence, which we've already covered. He is the future. If, if you don't know it by now, then you're blind. Uh, but as I was driving in this morning, I thought, you know what? This may be the game that fans look back where Doug Peterson showed them that he gets it. Um, he emphasized the importance of this Titans game to the players the night before. I guess he made up a film of, of, uh, of moments of the Titans talking about the Jaguars, that the Jaguars struggling against them. Uh, Evan Ingram said it was a clear, you know, they learned a lesson about it. And I thought it was cool that Doug said, look, this game matters. The, uh, beating these guys matters, not just because they're in the division, but because it's these guys. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if – I'm sure Doug didn't do it to play to the fans, but, I'm, you know, the fans have to love that, that I'd Doug realizes how much beating these guys means to this franchise. So, uh, Dougie P, Master P. Well, it's – Look, the Jaguars since 2018 were 10 and 24 yeah. in the division, and the Titans were 24 and 10. Right. Flip it around, see now, which brings us to my hot take, which is that the Titans' time at the top is over. Look, they have won two in a row in the AFC South, and they've got the lead to win number three. They've had nothing but winning seasons since Derrick Henry came on board there. And Mike Vrabel is an excellent coach. But they're built around a 29-year-old running back and a quarterback who has not been able to win in the playoffs. The Jaguars showed them that even if it's not this year, their time has come. Because Trevor Lawrence elevated his game in a way that we've all been waiting for. And some have doubted that he could get over the top. They got huge production from free agents yesterday, right? They got it from Evan Ingram and Zay Jones. Those two combined for six drops in Detroit, and they combined for 18 catches yesterday in a must-win game and three touchdowns. The Jaguars have young talent all over the roster. This is their time to claim the top. And even though the Titans have the advantage right now and the Jaguars have to overcome a lot, they know, and I think that stiff arm was like a metaphor, mm -hmm. right? No doubt. Trevor Lawrence to the linebacker, Cole, this is no longer yours. This is ours. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more, and it, it, it's going to get interesting uh, for the next couple of weeks. Well, and, and you said you think they'll lose three more games. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think the Titans will lose to the and I think they'll lose to the Cowboys. I think they'll go to San Diego. I mean, had Los to, Angeles. Do Los Angeles and lose? And this is not necessarily saying a negative uh, thing about the Titans. Um, the Cowboys are really good. And the Chargers, you're playing out west against a team that is now fighting for the postseason. That can score. Yeah, that can score. So uh, I don't, I don't think the Titans will go out there and lay eggs. I think they'll play well in those games, but I think those two teams may be better. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if you're the Jaguars and you take care of business against everybody except Dallas, now you're playing for the division at the end of the season. Um, I think Titans lose that game, too. Yeah. I Not too. because the Titans are bad. No. Nope. But because I think we saw yesterday, uh, put them out here in that situation. Yep. Uh, yeah. The Texans 
haven't really even begun their rebuild yet. They'll get a quarterback this year at the top of the draft. And, well, we know what the Colts' situation is right now. They've got some talent, but they don't have a quarterback. And so the Jaguars have an opportunity to take this division, and I say Well, the thing do. you said, Brian, it, it cut through it all. Trevor Lawrence is head and shoulders above any other quarterback in the division. 100%. And Not even close. I don't know that that's ever been the case for this franchise. In the AFC South? No. You know, the, the Jaguars in the AFC South, just as, as a moment of interest. Well, certainly not in the AFC South, but even back in the day. 20, oh, well, right. Yeah. Uh, tw- 20 years of the AFC South, 20. And the Jaguars only have a record with four wins and two losses. That's their best, by the way, twice. Twice have they had better than 500 in the division. 17 and, and right. seven. Yeah. Yeah, the only two years. And they've only won it once. They finally have the quarterback. They, they have the coach. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. The more you watch him, the more you – both on the field and in the locker room, the more you appreciate what he's doing and how he's doing it, the future is incredibly bright. And the South belongs to the Jaguars. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap up Jags Drive Time. Brought to you by Car Shield here on a Monday morning right after this. Well, Magellan moves the freight, and Magellan Transport has been voted the coolest office space in Jacksonville. So apply online at www.magellanlogistics.com. Had a nice little history lesson this week on the history between these two teams. Um, and, you know, where we are in our season um, and what we kind of have to do this last stretch of games, uh, this one was big. Um, and uh, we kind of got a, a glimpse of that last night as some motivation. Um, and we came out, uh, we, were, we were ready. Uh, we had a great week of practice. We had fun at practice. Um, and we just trusted our process. And we put our process to the test today. Uh, I mean, defense, um, offense, special teams had a big one called back, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, we all, we all answered the bell today. Uh, it, was, it just it was fun. Evan Ingram with a career best, 11, 162, and 2 across the board. And, you know, we talk about the quarterback elevating the players around him. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been waiting for Evan Ingram to play at a high level because he's a former first-round pick and a guy that's been to the Pro Bowl. And what was clear yesterday was, as the quarterback has risen, now Evan Ingram has risen. Well, and it was clear uh, Trevor wasn't going to give up on him or Zay Jones. And uh, both of them had drops early, and uh, Trevor kept going back with him. I mean, and saying he's their guys. And a word about Evan Ingram. This is a guy who went through a lot in New York uh, and could have come out very jaded. He, he is a really, really pleasant kid to be around yep. uh, and has really done a nice job of, you know, of making sure people know he wants to be in Jacksonville. He likes to hear he's a free agent this season. I don't know what happens at the end of the season because it's the NFL and free agency. But, I mean, this is a guy for Jaguars fans that should be very easy to root for. He likes it here, likes being a part of this, and uh, it, it, it it's cool to see a kid like that get a payoff like a game yesterday. He, he's also a wise voice yeah. in the locker room. He's calm. He's reflective. And he's somebody who's not going to go and stand in the middle of the room and shout instructions. But when he talks to people, mm-hmm. because he has such a reasoned approach, yeah. that people are willing to listen and believe in what he does. So uh, this will be a fun week. Cowboys haven't been here since 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, the only visit they've ever made here. Obviously, they had the game in London in 2013. Uh, the Cowboys had a close game on Sunday night against the Texans. Uh, my guess is they will be on high alert. Yep. Um, this has the potential to be a really fun week and Sunday be a really important game. Yeah, and you know, uh, 
if 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 the Jaguars win Sunday, then all of a sudden you really like their chances to make a thing of this. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to be favored. It's going to be hard to pick them because Dallas might be one of the best two or three teams in the league right now. Are the Jaguars at that point? I don't know. Uh, can they challenge and make it and make it interesting? Yes. Uh, win this, and it's a different season. You got to score. <laughs> yeah, you got to score. We'll see what they a can lot. do. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, you might need to have a season high in points in order to get that one done. All right, that will do it for our broadcast today. A lot of people put this show together together every week, and we certainly appreciate all the contributions. Jaguars with a huge win, and we now have a game on Sunday, meaningful game a week before Christmas. That's what this season is all about. We'll talk to you on Wednesday with Jags Drive Time. Have a great day, everybody. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Looking for a better solution to keep your firearms in high-performance condition? Visit RiptideArmory.com for the most advanced proprietary gun cleaning formula on the market. Right now, get up to $40 off any cleaning kit for a limited time on RiptideArmory.com and take advantage of this amazing deal today. Riptide's two-step cleaning kit offers state-of-the-art technology and guaranteed satisfaction. Riptide Armory is a veteran-founded business, and you can trust that all chemicals are American-made and quality-tested. Shop RiptideArmory.com.